Welcome to the Design Daily. The beautiful Mill Village Collective at Spring High Point Market is the location for my conversation with Palm Springs interior designer Dorothy Willits. She's fresh from a stunning new build in the Coachella Valley, which by the way was featured in the April edition of The Rob Report, and it's a project that takes scale to the level of its grand desert surroundings. We also hear her thoughts on current design direction and how she guides designers in the process of selecting art for their clients. Dorothy, we're here in this wonderfully unique setting of artisan exhibitors, artists, known as the Mill Village Collective. Could there be a more inspiring venue? <laughs> we're just, we're surrounded by beautiful uh, handmade items and hand-hewn, one-of-kind furnishings, textiles, and art, and so forth, with, and a building with, a building with such a beautiful industrial flavor. And conversely, you've just completed this stunning project in the Coachella Valley, and I would love to hear more about it. Good morning. How are you? It's so great to see you again, you by too. the way. Yes. Um, yeah, you know what? This is just a very cool space. I love these large columns in here. I love that they're making things out of felt. We're sitting in front of this great screen. This is amazing. It's all laser cut. Um, the project we just finished, man, um, that is a uh, $65 million build. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. <laughs> and um, let's see, what can I tell you about it? It's got 11 bedrooms. It's got a two-and-a-half-acre lake, four-hole golf course, a petting zoo, because you have to have a petting zoo. Right? You could say something. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of speechless. <laughs> Did you decide to incorporate that? No, no. Um, the architect and the and the homeowner were working with each other originally, and then I was brought into the project after the original concept had been created, and then I was brought in to do a lot of the um, specifications, so the material selections, and then all of the furnishings. Okay. And um, we just finished, which is not in the Rob Report, we just finished a large outdoor bar called Margaritaville. So I did wow. custom surfboards with the logo of the property on it. And I know, it's so much fun. You've, you've been a little busy since we I've last been spoke. really busy. Yeah, I've been really busy. And um, I'm going to take a vacation at the end of the month because I've been so busy. <laughs> well deserved. Yeah. So what else can I tell you about that? You know, there's um, almost all the furnishings there are custom because the space is so big. And he's a really tall guy. He's over six feet tall, and he wanted everything to be extra deep. So all of the sectionals in there are the actual the depth of a twin bed. So they're 54 inches deep. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Which worried me. And so we ended up having muslin mock-ups made for mm-hmm. him because I wanted to make sure before we were committed to all this furniture yeah. that it was going to be right for the space, right for him. He knew what he was getting because you don't want to make a mistake with that kind of budget. And they actually work great in the space because the space is so large. Yeah. So really some extraordinary considerations going into this project. And I loved the theme, the South Pacific, the Caribbean, the Asian influences. Tell me about some of the artistic objects and the, the artistic elements you chose for the space. Mm. Um, well, he didn't want any artwork originally. Oh, wow. I know, and you've got these big walls that just scream for art. But the outside is so amazing. It's like it, you don't want to fight with... I get it. True. And plus you want that kind of quiet zen thing. Yeah. So it goes back to no art. But we ended up making art. So I ended up taking like cuba cloths and having them stitched onto linen and making an 8 foot by 10 foot piece of art out of that. Um, and then I took... Uh-huh. And then took Chinese cornmeal grinders 
and I asked the builder if he'd be willing to kind of install them for me up the side of one of the walls as kind of a sculptural thing. Mm. And another thing we did was we took um, old Moroccan pots and I had those painted kind of in an ombre effect and had them installed so that they went from light to dark on the wall. Oh, how stunning. Yeah. Where did you get the inspiration for all of that? That kind of stuff just comes into my head. That's... (laughs) Okay, just the rest of us mere mortals out here. (laughs) No. Dorothy just... She just thinks these stunning items up. (laughs) Right? No, it's the kind of stuff that when you're in the shower and you're like, I know what I'm going to do. It's kind of, that's kind of the truth. You know, you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it. You're like, oh my God, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then all of a sudden, thank God, you get some kind of click. Yeah. Well... And, and you kind of jumped ahead, sorry, to one, one of the questions. I, there was one piece in particular I wanted to ask about. And um, when, when I read about it and how it was being described, I, I thought, what did she do? Did she look at this space and go, hmm, you know, I know exactly what's missing there. And it was the 21-foot-long carved wood panel. Yeah. Okay. So I was actually at a friend of my client's house, and I saw something very similar. And I found out who created the panel, and he's a French artist. And he actually makes these things in, like, you know, the proverbial French farmhouse. Oh. I know. I saw oh. pictures of where he lives. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is so, it's just beautiful. You know, all these weird old tools hanging and beautiful light and, you know, the grass behind the farmhouse. And, and he makes these things with a chainsaw. Oh, what? Yes. You're kidding. Yeah. So he carves these things out of wood, and he, he'll, depending on the size of it, he'll make like a puzzle, make sections of it, carves this thing all with a chainsaw, and then he blowtorches it to bring out the color of the wood, and then if you want to stain it a different color. And so um, we went back and forth with different color stains until I found the one that I wanted for that area. And the whole thing was designed, I wanted to do something with the Zen sign. And so I did a bunch of drawings and sent them to him and said, this is kind of what I'm looking for. And we worked together to create this 21-foot-long Zen piece of art. It's a statement, but because it's a Zen piece of art, it's it's a quiet statement. It's imposing, but it's wow, just really wow. The whole project, and I, I want to let everybody know, too, that if you care to, go and check out this entire pro- it's this month's Rob Report, correct? Yeah, the, the April edition yeah. of the Rob Report. Yeah. You can see the entire project there. It was incredible. And what I what I also loved about the property too, of course, was you know this growing trend we have toward indoor outdoor, and, and of course we get to do that in California and in the Southwest, other parts of the country as well. But this definitely blurred the lines between indoor and outdoor. Yeah, we actually I made a conscious choice to use almost all outdoor fabrics mm. on the indoor pieces too so and most of the other materials that I chose are materials that are going to be okay if the doors are open 24 7 because like you said the doors are open all the time down there and so you have to contend with the wind and the sand and the sunshine most especially yeah Yeah. exactly well shifting gears just a little bit when we met in Vegas in January You presented on a panel, and you talked about how clients can often feel lost when they're approaching their art choices. And you are speaking here in High Point about helping designers become more comfortable in that way and guiding their clients' artistic choices. Do most designers feel inhibited when it comes to suggesting art for their clients? And if so, why? 
I don't know if I can speak for other designers. Yeah. I know I did, and I know friends of mine that are designers that feel uncomfortable with it. I think it's like... Um, it's kind of like being a sommelier um you know you have specialty um and there's so much knowledge to that and 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 you cannot as a designer have so much knowledge in just one particular subject let me let me say that a different way i think a designer is more like the general manager of the restaurant he knows a lot about everything but he's not the specialist right and so you're not the sommelier and I think it comes that way with art, too. It's its, its own monster. Mm-hmm. And so hiring specialists or, or making friends with the gallery owners or um, bringing in an art consultant, it just helps you increase your breadth of knowledge. It increases your bottom line. It gives you um, more value to your client. So it's just a great way to bring in more um, services for your client. So how are you encouraging designers to make that process less daunting? Well, like I said, I think just making friends with the gallery owners in your area is the first step because then you start learning what galleries are representing what type of art. And then you can have a conversation with your client or you go to your client's house and you see what they do or don't have. And then from there, starting to go to make the art shows and or, um, you know, finding art consultants that specialize in particular genres of art also helps a lot. That's what I do. So you don't necessarily have to have your master's degree in Renaissance art or anything like that? Exactly. <laughs> that is very daunting. <laughs> do your clients ever challenge your art choices? Um, you know what? I don't mind if they do um, because I want them to be engaged. And it's actually more difficult to work with a client who says that they don't care. I want you to care. I want you to be invested. I want you to be excited. So I'd prefer that they actually give me some input on that. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. I would never personally challenge you. <laughs> I have rather a strange question for you. If you could transport yourself to a specific design era or a place or a time, when or where would it be and why? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, two different places. I always wanted to go to Egypt to see how they built the pyramids. Oh. <laughs> okay, fabulous choice. <laughs> I want to know how they did that. I want to know. And just and, and, and the artwork and the drawings and the paintings and the makeup and the jewelry and the clothing. Hello. Amazing. Right? And then my other one would probably be to go see Michelangelo. Oh, wow. The Renaissance. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure I'm forgetting something else super cool. But <laughs> Okay, so we've started kind of small. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just uh, the society that kind of started it all. And uh, yeah, and coming from the gal who just decides to take fabrics meant for interiors and, and make award-winning runway designs. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so what do you think then is the greatest influence that's driving design right now? I think that there's a, a trend towards maximalism again, which I'm thrilled about. And um, not that I like a a heavily decorated room, but I also like something more layered than just mid-century modern or minimalism. I want it to be more thoughtful. My personal style and my personal look would be something where there is mid-century modern and Bita Meyer and some really cool um, modern pieces of art and maybe a concrete floor and some beautiful pieces of wood. Um, Something a little bit more eclectic Mm -hmm. and and more curated, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I do see a movement towards that. Mm -hmm. And I also see um, a movement back towards a little bit more color, which 
I think is great. I'm kind of over the whole gray thing. So we're we're really taking more of an interest in all things, and people it seems like are taking more of an interest in educating themselves to what you were saying earlier about art, about materials and surfaces and so forth, and we get this beautiful blend. I agree. I agree. Which in itself can be a little challenging because on the one hand the clients think they know more or they do know more um, and they think that they can do it themselves, which puts you in a little bit of an awkward position when you start out because they realize now that they can't do it all themselves. Um, Don't know what else to say to that. (laughs) Tell them they should just listen to Dorothy and and let that be that. (laughs) Yes, or listen to... That's really good advice. So what's really catching your eye this market? Um, again, I'm liking all the texture that I'm seeing. Like I'm seeing, I mean, we're sitting under a felt lamp that's been what looks like, you know, it's not hand stitched, but, you know, it's got these kind of faux hand stitches on it, which is just great. And it's made with what looks like a wrought iron frame of some kind, mm. and it's fantastic. Um, you know, and it's acoustic. That that just yeah. Went, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then the screen too is a laser cut screen made out of felt, which again is super cool and different. Um, so I'm really liking that. And then I'm also seeing the jewel tones. I'm seeing some of the jewel tones coming back, which again I like. I like seeing that. Like you were saying earlier, it's a nice departure from all the gray. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well. I am delighted to have had the opportunity to talk with you, to catch up with you again this market. And um, maybe we can do this again very soon. Yeah, <laughs> again. Um, I don't know if you'll be in L.A. for LCDQ, but we'll be doing LCDQ. We're doing a window this year. That's right. Yeah, That's we'll be right. doing the window at Woven Accents. Okay. Yeah, I have you to definitely. Um, I may possibly, yeah. Good. Fantastic. Thank you, Dorothy. Thank you. I can't wait to see you again. Thanks for joining me on the Design Daily. Cues and conversations from the creators of beautiful design. You can find me at thedesigndaily.com.